Hey everyone, welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and joining me today is the sensation himself. He's the host of Reg in the in the ATL podcast. He's the host of Just the Stats podcast. He is the one, the only, Reg, the human encyclopedia when it comes to sports. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, I kid you not. He's the human encyclopedia when it comes to sports. So this is Reggie Johnson. Reggie, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I really feel like with that announcement, I should be running into the ring, man. Like, I feel like you just <laughs> talked me up and I need to be running from the locker room into the ring, jumping in there, hopping on, you know, hopping on the ropes and everything. I was, that was very amazing, man. I might record, cut that and listen to that. Oh, yeah. It's WrestleMania season. I had to bump you up. <laughs> I had to bump you up, man. How you doing, though? Man, amazing, man. I love to come on and talk some games, man. I don't get a chance to talk it enough, man. So, you know, I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. For sure, for sure. We're gonna have you. We're gonna have to have you nerd out on the show a lot more because, like, yeah, it's always dope vibes. So, Reggie, what have you been playing lately? Lately, man, I've been into Persona, and it's been a issue for me. It's an issue right now. Um, I, I changed my watch face to a Persona watch face. I am a grown man. I don't know what's going <laughs> on right now. I don't know why I did that, but I did do it. So me and Persona could be together all the time. Now I was like, now we never have to ever leave because I have a life and I have to actually adult and do stuff. So it's like, um, I started with Persona 4 Golden. I'm not sure if you're familiar. I am um, a massive fan of the Persona series. So, man, like, so four. Oh my god. So, so here's where I started. I started with five uh, in 2017. Mm -hmm. Persona five 2017. Okay. Now I had a friend of mine who's uh, used to play uh, Golden a lot, and it was like crack for him. He played it all the time, <laughs> and I did not understand it. Now I will tell you, the JRPG genre is my favorite genre. It's my favorite okay. genre because I get addicted to it. This is what's happening now. Um, and I will play it a lot. I'll just level grind. I'll just have days where I do nothing but like level grind all, all, all day, just running around in circles, leveling up. Um, so I started with four on Game Pass because, you know, Game Pass came out with a remaster. So Game Pass yeah. had the remaster and I started with four. So played four, man. I want to say I put 120 hours into that. Jeez. It, yeah, I'm trying to think when did it come out? Like on Game Pass. It wasn't too long ago. Like, no, I think December, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> somewhere around there. It, it hasn't been that long. Yeah, I put 120 hours on four, got off four, and it's I was so just good. looking around, man. It was amazing. It was amazingly great. And I'm looking around like, what do I play next? And at the time I was playing Harry Potter and when I got off of it, and I think Harry Potter is a great game. So I was playing Harry Potter on the on the five at the time when I got off to play um, Persona on the Xbox. So I played four, I looked around, I, I was looking forward to the JRPG, I downloaded Dragon Quest because I was like, okay, well, I need something. I need something to scratch the itch mm -hmm. here. Download Dragon Quest, but I was... It didn't looked, hit the kept, same, did it? It didn't, only because I kept looking at Persona 5 right there again, and I'm like, mm -hmm. well, if I just want to scratch my Persona itch, why not just scratch it with Persona again? Mm -hmm. And then I went into five. Now, the Royal is so dope, and it, it is so different than the than five in general, and it's been mm -hmm. five years, five, six years since I played you know, five, the original mm -hmm. five when it first came out, it's been six years. So I, I kind of remember the storyline, but I don't, I didn't remember it like that. So what ended up happening was I downloaded five and I am currently thinking about it now and we'll be playing it today. <laughs> it's so good, man. Like five, like Persona 5 Royal might be one of my favorite games of all time. Like it's very dope. It's man. in my top five for sure. And it's like, 
the way that you balance that that work life um also superhero like balance you're balancing that whole life that like life calendar out it just feels good and then like it has like this jazzy lo-fi music that plays yeah. in the background that kind of lulls you into that, <laughs> that sense thing, of like man it, it it will bake into your brain man that will. those that background music man man i'm hearing it right now like i haven't played that game in probably like months at the point but i can hear that dun, 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 yeah dun, there we dun, go dun. i can hear it you know i can hear it like i'm all right i'm in that coffee shop and i'm just like yeah, chilling out. i'm chilling the vibes i love that game it's absolutely amazing and like the fact that they added like with persona 5 royal that extra like extra semester that yeah, you so can that's where i'm at i'm right there that, that when i say you're thinking about it now i'm right there <laughs> i'm right at the end of what i recognize and cannot wait to get into that new semester mm -hmm. situation and you know uh, another thing too is i feel like they added enough quality of life differences there sebastian because you know it feels faster it's different it's quicker mm -hmm. right it's quicker more efficient you know what i mean like you're it's just not that same grind in certain areas especially mementos it's not the same like horrible grind that i remember going through before because it's like there's some of these times where some of these games get very grindy to me and um i don't want to go back to them i remember back in the day when i played dragon age and and i, I want to say there was a certain part and where we were like in mines a dwarf in mines or something like that mm -hmm. and i remember the grind of that and it always kept me from going back to that game because i'm like man i don't want to go through that particular grind again but I do love this series. Do you think there will be a six, man? What are, what are your thoughts? Oh on yeah, that? for like, sure, for sure. Atlas when, is definitely. What is that? Six. When is that happening, man? Like, have you heard anything? Now, um, whatsoever. the crazy, the crazy thing is, there's always like a sizable gap in between the Persona games, and like they've been doing a lot of Persona Five spinoffs right now. So yes, like, I've noticed. Yeah, but I, I, you know, just I haven't heard anything, but like my inkling is that 2024 is going to be the announcement 2025 is probably going to be the drop but like you know i i feel like it's been so long and they're kind of and we're in they always do one every generation guaranteed okay. guaranteed so i'm like we've, we've been in this ps4 um, ps5 generation now for heading towards three years at this point mm -hmm. so i'm like next year will be that four-year marker and that kind of mirrors i think that persona 5 persona 4 kind of like timeline as well so i i think like we're we're getting very close to that i at least want the announcement man i don't don't pull a rockstar situation on <laughs> us man because rockstar is like listen bro we're making too much money with gta 5 mm -hmm. right we'll we'll get to six and we don't know when that i don't know what age i'm gonna be when i get to play gta 6 when being a freaking old man by the time i get to play gta 6 and i don't want that situation you know you, you fall in love with certain uh series and franchises right yeah. and then the releases are almost a decade ap apart <laughs> you're like wow what's what's going on like look at skyrim and all that like we, skyrim's not even thought about right we we got a screenshot for skyrim i think and everybody went crazy for like mm -hmm. a splash screen of skyrim <laughs> everybody goes crazy they showed nothing you know what i mean so that stuff is, is kind of interesting did you play the dead space remake i i got that too. i kind of got that originally before i even got into like harry potter and stuff like that I'm gonna be real with you. I'm a chicken, so I've a very like I don't really dive into the horror centric kind of mm -hmm. genres, but you know, Dead Space remake is one that I've heard very good things about, and it makes me intrigued enough that I might just fight my fears, fight my like my whole lifestyle of avoiding <laughs> all horror centric <laughs> things and try it out. But like, it's one of those things to where I'm like, I don't know, I do not know, because like I'm also feeling that same itch when it comes to like Resident Evil Four, like RE4. which I've heard is amazing, phenomenal is what I've I hear. heard. Yeah, it's amazing, and and you know what's interesting about that is I haven't really 
I haven't done maybe I'll put that on when I when I get out of my persona situation that I'm in right now maybe that's what I go to next I really wanted to kind of knock off that Harry Potter and kind of get through that and finish that and then kind of go to whatever next game I was going to go to and I do remember Resident Evil 4 back in the day being a great game um but it's interesting with how well received it is from everybody that I'm hearing I'm like this game how amazing can a game be? I've gamed for so many years, <laughs> decades. How amazing can this game be where I'm hearing so much about it that I feel like I'm going to be forced to play it? So from what I understand, it's like, it's that same thing we were talking about of Persona 5, of like, mm -hmm. we liked the game, and but like Persona 5 Royal adds that quality of life improvements that just Absolutely. kind of like makes everything feel more modernized and more respectful of gamers' times. And RE4 remaster, or like remake is very much that same thing to where like, I hear a lot of people talk about like, oh, they aired, they added pairing now, and that changes like the gameplay. It makes it feel like a modern day game. Like the RE engine, for instance, makes it feel like sure. it's a lived in like modern day game. Like the fact that like the the vantage point is like it feels like a modern day shooter versus like that old school janky kind of like the camera kind of moves in a weird kind of way like gameplay that we got in the early 2000s like it feels like a modern day experience is what i'm being hearing but again this is in a horror centric genre so i have to gather the <laughs> gather the courage so to speak and try to try it out but i told myself i'm like i'm gonna at least one of these games dead space remake or resident evil remake i'm gonna play to completion before this year is up that because like it's so big in the game of the year conversation i feel like i gotta at least do one justice you, you know? know dead space i played it and it, I mean, it obviously didn't do enough to hold my attention. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because I went searching for something else to play. Like, yeah. if it was, like, if it was a Persona type, like, I wouldn't have been longing for anything. Any, I only have so much time. I can't play a billion games. So it's like, I would have kept playing it if I really felt like it was great. Um, maybe because it came out around the time that Harry Potter did. And I really felt like Harry Potter was going to be Game of the Year candidate when it first came out. Because I'm like, this here, I really enjoyed Harry Potter. I feel like I would enjoy it more if I was just like a huge Harry Potter fan. I'm a casual mm -hmm. Harry Potter fan, but I felt like this is amazing for anybody who really loves Harry Potter. Where I felt like would really love this game because of how much the detail they put put into certain parts of Hogwarts that I would that would be missed on a person like me who just <laughs> not really into the books and stuff like that. You know, people who really into to Harry Potter lore. Um, and so maybe because I was playing Dead Space around that time, it was a situation where I, I just didn't resonate. Mm -hmm. with me and sometimes there's certain games i play that are remakes that i replay them and i just feel like i'm just not that person anymore man like i, just, I hear you <laughs> i'm not I get that it. guy i thought that way with kingdom hearts like kingdom mm -hmm. hearts when the very first kingdom hearts come out oh it's crack i'm all over it right yeah fast forward to like my adult life now and when, it, when that patent the last iteration of kingdom hearts kingdom I think hearts maybe three three yeah mm -hmm. came out i started it up and i was like you know it don't it's, hit the same. It's it's past, bro. Mm -hmm. Like it, it my that time has passed me by. You know what I mean? I'm I'm it's not for me. I you know, it's funny you should mention that because Kingdom I felt the exact same way about Kingdom Hearts 3. It's like I was playing that and I was just like, okay, this plays kind of like what I remember it playing like, but it doesn't have any of the modern day nuances that I like in games now and I'm also like a lot of the a lot of the levels are feel like they're just the same levels or at least like very similar to the levels I played back in the day, except for Toy Story and Frozen at this point. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you didn't really give me a whole lot of new stuff. And at this point, I'm like, 
what what am i here for like at that point what am, <laughs> what am i here for what so, am i doing here yeah exactly so i i left and i i fell in love with um that's when i really got into yakuza like a dragon around that time and interesting I, oh i love that 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 really? you talk you talking about persona itch like yakuza like a dragon is like the closest game that i've seen that made me feel very like almost like in that same vein of persona to where like i know it feels like a jrpg it has that wackiness that i kind of like but it has that hard-hitting like very real kind of story that kind of goes yeah, on that's what i like as well oh my goodness and the fact that you can kind of like get to know like the side characters and get to develop relationships with them whether or not they be like actual intimate relationships or whether or not they just be like lifelong friendships oh it's the exact same thing it's like really Oh, it, it maybe I should go down the road, man. Yakuza like maybe a dragon. I should go down there. It's turn-based as well. It's turn-based as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker for turn-based, man. I'm a sucker for it. Turn-based as well. They have like it's not the same. It's not the same like I guess you could say um the gameplay as far as like Yakuza. Yakuza is more like goofy but it has real life elements to it for instance like your main character is fighting with like a baseball bat and like he's just teeing off on people with these with this baseball bat but he does have like because in his head he's imagining these larger than life things happening as well so he's imagining himself like dbz style powering up before he uses the baseball bat but that's all in his head but but in real life you are fighting the people that you're fighting so to speak so mm -hmm. it kind of adds that that kind of like goofy element to it but it is persona except like persona actually is taking like its lore seriously in the sense that like persona you are fighting these like creatures that nobody else can see versus each other persona is more like pokemon yakuza is more like you're just using the characters that you are like that's in your party and these characters have like skills and jobs that allow them to have these unique abilities and fighting styles that's interesting it's yeah. interesting because I, I I got turned off kind of by the series in the sense that when the, it was you know it was more like action mm -hmm. action RPG type situation or RPG elements I should say. Um, so whenever I'm playing action games, and this is going to sound very petty, people listen. Like whenever I'm playing <laughs> action games, if I hit somebody, and this is like Tekken had this issue mm -hmm. versus Mortal Kombat. You hit Mortal Kombat, you punch somebody, blood comes out. Second, you punch somebody. There's this like weird blue spark yeah. that comes mm -hmm. out, and I am just not. For, I'm not here for it whatsoever. I'm not sure if this is like, and just for certain Asian games, they don't want to put blood in there. They don't want to have that kind of violence. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like that turned me off to some of the Yakuza games. And in the beginning, though, I really liked them. I played. I've played quite a few. So when I say turned me off, maybe I'm just not playing them as much anymore. Maybe they kind of passed me by in that sense as well. But I have played quite a few of them though. I the the reason why I like Yakuza like a dragon versus like because I'm the same way I do not care that much for the brawler style in like Yakuza games mm -hmm. but Yakuza like a dragon is turn-based JRPGs and I I'm like know that man oh I, I, what that's amazing hit, and that makes it hit different because it's like it takes all the stuff that I didn't like about the Yakuza games as far as it like the combat always felt like it was like like you said Tekken it almost felt like a open world Tekken game and I'm like I, that's not who I am as a gamer either so I'm like when I when you switch that to being a turn-based game to where like you have the you can like develop skills and develop like um you can have like jobs and those jobs equal you being better at a particular fighting style in a turn-based sense and I'm all in and the fact that you can have like 
you your relationships with characters can build into like combo moves and special moves and such like that i'm like oh that's persona to the t and i'm like you got me on that part what is uh, what is a play time on that is that you, just, you spend Ooh. about the same amount of time that you spend on on persona yeah very similar because I, I, I like a deep dive man when in my jrpgs uh maybe going back to my final fantasy days i just like deep dives when it comes to stuff like that so i'm probably going to that might be the next i might have just got my next game on this show yeah, yeah I, something that can wean me off wean me off persona i need something that kind of give me the same genre at least i don't need yeah. a persona but at least i can get another jrpg yeah i will say it's like one of those things to where like I think I would probably estimate it'll take you if you mainline it and don't do any side stuff, maybe 60 hours. But if you oh, are just a, yeah, but if you're a person who gets like deep into it, like and you can't get out of that funk, you're that person who's probably going to put in 100 to 140 hours in because yeah, I'm like, there we go. I'm looking at my like playtime right here on another screen of Yakuza like a dragon and I'm at 98 right now. Oh, yeah, that's it. And that's it. You sold. Yeah. Sold. And I'm the, there, bro. And here's the cool part. Um, this is what's gonna really like you already sold, but I'm gonna uh, add that little little cherry on top of the the Sunday. It's on Game Pass. Oh man, oh, I'm there. <laughs> it's I'm on. There. Game I've been Pass. living on Game Pass, man. Like, yeah. You know what's interesting is that's what my Xbox is a Game Pass machine. That's like what it is. <laughs> it's a Game Pass machine. I buy all my games. So my games, my brother has a five, so we're always on like 2K and Madden and stuff. We're like that on the five, right? Mm -hmm. And then Xbox, when I bought my Xbox, I bought it because of this. Like, I'm going to buy it, and it's just going to be a Game Pass machine. Whatever's on Game Pass is what I'm playing. And um, I like to see that certain things are hitting day one, like the MLB. The MLB is amazing. I really want to get into Wulong um, uh. only because I liked Neo like, so mm -hmm. much. And I don't know if you played Neo or or, or fan of the Souls genre games. But so the Souls genre games are always hard for me to recommend because I love them. When I tell you I love them, I can put hours into Dark Souls 1, 2, 3. I can put hours into Elden Ring. Forget about it. Put 200 hours into Elden Ring last year. It took over my spring, summers, or my winter, spring time. You know, it was Elden Ring. Uh, Bloodborne. Uh, Sekiro, even though one game of the year, wasn't as great for me. Oh. Only because of the lore. Like, I like the lore of Dark Souls. Sekiro felt more... Of course, supernatural, but kind of still grounded in some kind of reality. Whereas Dark Souls and Bloodborne are completely the lore I love about those games. And same thing with Elden Ring. I really love the I believe the George Martin uh, collaboration there was amazing mm -hmm. on on Elden Ring. So I really, really enjoyed the lore there as well. The, the thing is about those Soulsborne games is that if the lore doesn't hit for me, I'm not gonna grind through the hard parts. And we all know those games are difficult. So yeah, I'm not gonna grind through the difficult parts if the story's not they're what I wanted to be and that's what I ran into with Sekiro even though I did put maybe 30 40 hours ish into it when it got really really hard um I didn't care about the story enough to invest more time in, see that's in how I thought about Wulong that's exactly that, to the T how it's I interesting about because I heard comparisons about Wulong being more like because you know Neo was very Souls like to me mm -hmm. um and it's compared to a lot of the Souls genre games and one of the reviews that I read about Wulong was comparing it more to a Sekiro bite type situation it is more like Sekiro bite any game it's more of a Sekiro bite than mm -hmm. than the Souls the other Soulsborns games that I love now the, what's interesting about that is I do want to like it man I was very happy that that game was coming to Game Pass day one. I was excited. I was there at midnight, 12.01. I was on there. Um, then I played it and I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just. Come this back ain't to the this. king. 
Yeah, <laughs> this is not the king right here. Uh, you know, the crazy thing is, is like, sec, it like Neo made me feel like that. Like Neo made me feel like it was almost like Souls light in a sense to where it for it, sure. Yeah, Neo made me feel that way. Um, Sekiro made me feel like this was like anime Souls to where like. You know, like, because a lot of the, you're running really fast. You're like a samurai slash ninja kind of like characters and such that you have this really cool parry system. And it, like, it almost looks like, like, FromSoft, who who was masterful at all these, like, oh, the man. Dark Souls games. Yes, and such that excellent. Watched, like, all these people just started watching anime and then they made Sekiro. Well, like, like, Wulong feels like a mixture between those. It's like, it feels like. It feels like it still has that Neo DNA, but it feels like it has Sekiro's parry system. And they also are very much, it feels very Chinese inspired as far as the mythology goes. And then like you add in like the, the Chinese style weapons and such like that. It's, it's a really cool premise, but where I feel like it falls short is because like, I could not care less about any character, including my own character. <laughs> not invested like, whatsoever. No, I couldn't care any less about anybody. I couldn't remember. Like, they did not do a good job in that game, in my opinion, of, like, of really fleshing out the world and the characters in that to where, like, you, in this game, as opposed to, like, as opposed to Neo and as opposed to, like, Sekiro, you have companions that, that accompany you in the parts of these games. Interesting. Just, just like in, um, in um elden ring when you can like manifest a companion so to speak mm -hmm. you can summon you can like it's almost that same thing except they're real and they're tangible you know like mm -hmm. they're just real people but you don't care about them either but don't they... care about them at all <laughs> at all like they, they might as well be random npc one and random npc two they could have been named that and it would have been the exact same character like exact same thing it's and i think that it's that's what you were talking about earlier like if I'm not interested in that lore, it's hard for me to get over that grind part. And like, I beat three bosses of that game. And then when I ran up into that fourth boss and he was just smacking me from left side to the right side. And I'm like, I could not find an opening. I just thought to myself, I'm like, I'm not having fun. I don't care about any of these characters. And honestly, I don't care if the main character, my main character saves the day or not at this point, I'm out, I'm out. So I'm like, wow, I, I fell off and it was just, I, I went back to playing Hogwarts Legacy while like smacked that up a couple of bit like rounded up and got all that I needed to out of that game beat that game and then like and then went on to the next challenge and now I'm looking at Wulong Fallen Dynasty and I'm like that was a fun four hours where I initially put into it but outside of that four that in between that four to 16 hours I was thinking to myself I'm like oh this kind of feels like more like a chore than actually like fun gameplay and i think that's just who i am as a gamer not necessarily indicative of the game itself are you gonna really jump back into it uh, i mean I, I want to but i mean like a dragon's up next now i mean there's there's <laughs> there, there, i already know my path you know what i mean i know yeah. what my what my spring is pretty much looking like here you know um and and plus the games that i'm looking forward to so there gonna be the star wars will be coming out i want to say there's gonna be games that are still gonna be releasing in the backdrop of me playing the, the games that i'm playing now yeah. so they kind of queue up you know what i mean to like what i'm looking to go for next you know and there's only really one game as i even look through the landscape of the rest of the year there's only really one game I'm looking forward to and i want to say a starfield oh and over spider-man um the spider-man i'm going to play uh -huh. i'm going to play but i feel like so bethesda games for me are just amazing i love okay that, that company i love bethesda it's like from soft 
Mm-hmm. All I got to see is a FromSoft splash. It's over with. I'm copping. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, as soon as I see that, that it's a FromSoft game, I'm going to buy it. Okay. Same, Bethesda is the same thing. As soon as I see Bethesda comes out with anything, I'm going to purchase it. So Starfield, I've been waiting for for so long. That's all. another reason that I bought Xbox. Because, you, you know, when Xbox bought Bethesda or when Microsoft bought Bethesda, it ended up taking it um, exclusive mm-hmm. to, to the chagrin of many gamers who were really pissed about that because they waited so long, you know, but that's announced it so long ago. It's been in development so long. It gets pushed out of uh, the some of the release windows it's had in, in the past. And it's something now that it's been looking forward to. I really felt at the time when they pushed it into 2023 that it was going to be a spring release. Yeah, that, most of us but did. It, mm-hmm. But I think it's a fall release, though. I want to say. I don't think it's releasing anytime yeah. soon. So that gives me some time to kind of get through my queue of games, so to speak, here. But I I really I mean, I don't I don't know. I think it's like I don't when am I gonna find time to go back to Wulong? I, I don't I want to like it. I really do because I like Neo so much. You know what I mean? That I just wanna like it. I like Neo one and Neo two. I want to like it and but it doesn't have the same kind of Dark Souls type grind because I like Dark Souls so much I played a knockoff Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I love Dark Souls. So it, but it doesn't. It's not the same. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. And now I'm very anxious to get through Persona and and give this uh, like Dragon a try. And and I just got to figure out what's gonna happen after that, man. Um, and maybe I do. And I do still need to go back to Harry Potter. I would go back to Harry Potter way before I would go back to Wulong. I, I can more be- invested in Harry Potter. I can I understand that. Hours into that game. I can understand that. By the way, um, September the 6th, Starfield's official release date now. September the 6th is interesting. So, it's yeah. Interesting. I Here's my thing. It's like, I feel like, you know, this is the window now. If you were to ever go back to, to Wulong this year, this is the window. Like, the in between now and, and um, Jedi Fallen Order, or Jedi, you know, like, I can't remember the... the I'm last. trying to figure out what's the release for because that's coming soon, man. That's the, May. Jedi Survivor. I mean, it's April. April um, 28th. So, so that's like, going to be pretty soon, man. If I don't if I don't get to it before then, man, nah. like it's who knows? Yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's almost like like you were saying with Dead Space. I'm like, you don't see yourself just going back and, and play Dead Space at this point. No, man. It's it's got it's out of the it's out of the because you there's only so much time, right? Because mm-hmm. I game a lot, but I still have like a life and work and responsibilities and stuff like that and everything that kind of comes with that. Yeah. So I kind of game around that. I don't have the time anymore to just sit down days on end and just be gaming. So Mm -hmm. you have to be more selective about where I'm choosing those moments at. You know what I mean? So they they have to do more to compete for my time, so to speak. Because there's certain games I'm always playing. Like, so any sports game, like 2K, MLB, those games are always going to be getting played. Like, no matter what, even, and I can, I don't have the mental bandwidth to play more than maybe two story based games at once but that's not really my that's not really my habit my yeah. habit is to deep dive a game and then i'm still playing my madden 2k it's your relaxing chill game like that. correct yeah correct i get what so you i mean. don't see that i don't it's just not gonna there's not gonna be space you no. know what i mean it might get pushed out of this year at this point <laughs> and it, it, and that's the dangerous thing because if it gets pushed out of this year there's always something next year that's that's on, on like on deck and then like and then the year after that, same thing. And then the game feels old at that point. Yes, and, stale. Yeah, and it's out of sight, out of mind. So it's like there's only a small window where you really just have to strike while the iron's hot for a lot of gamers. And for Wulong, I if this game hit with you as a listener, then, you know, congratulations. But for a lot of us, it's just like 
it, it kind of didn't hit and now it's kind of like out of sight of their mind and i feel like that's kind of like how how it is period in the landscape of gaming today but i want to ask you a question i want mm -hmm. to ask you how far are you into hogwarts legacy right now um i'll probably have got if i can say hour wise because i don't know story wise because it's been i've been in persona land for so long <laughs> that i don't know <laughs> i don't remember where i was in, in in hogwarts but i do know um you know how some people say you never forget what you might forget what a person says but you remember yeah. how they make you feel mm -hmm. we're feeling good playing the game like i remember when i was playing the game i felt good playing it like you know i remember i was having fun um hour wise i would say i probably have put about 20 20 okay. 20 to 30 ish into it and i would say if i was just to go let's just go 100 out of 100 completion i've probably gone through about 30 to 40 i don't even know if i've approached that halfway point yet okay it's like approaching but i really enjoyed it though I, I i think it's a great game i remember when it first came out I don't know if I was just on like a, a, a sugar high at the time, mm -hmm. but I was like, this is game of the year, man. This is going to be <laughs> game of the year nominee, man. Like it, it's that that's what I was thinking. And I, and I still think that it may be nominee. I got to look at these other releases that come out and see if, cause I, I really feel like Starfield's going to be heavy. It's going to be heavy, mm -hmm. heavy hitting. You know what I mean? Only because of the amount of time that people waited for the game, the studio behind the game. It's, it's hard to go up to, against Bethesda in any, given release year with games they come out with um so i'm interested to see how that goes and i'm interested to see what well, you said star wars and do we get spider-man this year is there another yes spider spider-man's got spider-man um rumored to have a date in october now um so i'm like yeah and they already guaranteed it's 2023 so I'm okay like, so i was gonna say they're convinced it's in this release cycle so it's yeah. gonna be a 23 release cycle yeah so i'm like all the big three have a main like nintendo playstation and, so and sony all all of, uh, in nintendo playstation and xbox have like all of them have like a major title a major zelda, they got a zelda game coming this year oh breath of the wild 2 is it actually coming in 2020 yeah uh, this, 23 this as well next, it's next month it's so next month yeah that's also like that's still and i don't Here's have the i don't have a switch but it's game of the year all contender almost the moment it drops right Instantly, as soon yeah. as soon as it drops it's gonna be game of the year contender mm -hmm. um th that's gonna be rough it's gonna be rough because i think as you go now the, the thing about elden ring because elden ring released early in last year as well and and you know that as time goes on people can be present during the moment and then they yeah. can just you know what was the last great game release type situation I don't know if Hogwarts is going to have the same. It's not going to have the legs. The year no. that Elden Ring did. Elden Ring had massive legs through the year. And I don't know if Hogwarts is going to have the same legs um, going up against very heavy hitters in Zelda and any game Bethesda releases because it takes them so long to release games. No, no. I think you're um, I think you're right on the money because like I, you know, an article just came out like not too long ago. I think it was from Kotaku and everything like that. But like there is the player count um is dropping super fast for hogwarts legacy i think they yeah like i'm i'm pulling up the article right now and it and it says let's see especially on twitch users um highlighted the fact that the number of active hogwarts legacy players have dropped from nearly nine hundred thousand to seventy five thousand in the span oh. yeah in the span of a couple of weeks that's the less than ten percent yeah yeah, the Twitch viewership has dropped from 1.2 million to around 16,000 for that game. Oh, so, my God. What yeah. are they watching? Like, where, where do they go? Yeah, like, I, 
what like as far as like to watch the game yeah because i'm thinking like if you're not watching that i can see if you had a lot of competition out right now right and mm -hmm. they're like okay they jump from this game to this game or they or the viewership's gone from this game to this game i would say that's where FromSoft has it so on lock when it comes to their twitch and people watching their games people watch on uh, FromSoft games all throughout the years of their release so people are watching and playing elden ring all throughout the year last year um it's interesting to see that much of a drop and I mean, I mean, what can I say? I'm not playing it no more. Like I'm in there. <laughs> I'm counted in that number. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things to where like I, you know, I, I'll be real with you. Like I beat Hogwarts Legacy and I'm a massive like I know you said you're a casual like Harry Potter fan. Mm -hmm. I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. Like like day one, I know my house. I like I know like a, a whole bunch of different things. I do trivia on Harry Potter. Like that was I'm in there like swimwear like for Harry Potter things. But like this game to me felt like it got worse the more it continued on i've heard the same from my other harry potter loving friend he said it was rinse and re got to a rinse and repeat grindy yeah element to it he said as time went on for him oh mm -hmm. uh, so uh, one out of ten would he would you have rated it if you six. were six wow six yeah Goodness i don't think this is gracious I, I i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i think this is the best harry potter game we've gotten ever but i don't okay. think this is a good harry potter game it's like i think and i think that's the difference uh, i like if i'm looking at like okay put it like this you and i are big big comic book fans right mm -hmm. like sure. okay so like if spider-man came out this fall and like they ignored all the mythology of spider-man like completely completely took off a lot of the rules that that made peter parker who he is like if peter parker without venom involved just starting like absolutely just murking people killing them left and right like almost like superman man of steel where he like kills zod and starts yelling out into the abyss if Sp mm -hmm. if peter parker was doing that we would think to ourselves i'm like this isn't this doesn't feel like peter parker right no it'd have been too many liberties man don't take yeah. liberties with that source material like that i don't not a fan exactly so in Ho in hogwarts legacy you can use the unforgivable spells in front of teachers in front of like officials in front of like ors and teachers and such like that and in that mythology like just using that spell is a one-way trip to the, their prison azkaban you don't mm -hmm. even have to connect with it you can just use it on a bird it's a one-way trip to azkaban but in that game, you can use that in front of teachers. You can use those with no repercussions. No repercussions. They don't mm. even they don't even tell you anything about it. Like you go on like companion missions with like your other people that you other students and such like that that you know, and you can use those spells in front of them. And there might be like, oh, you're playing with dark magic a little bit, but like they don't really bat an eye to the fact that you're using something that is a taboo in their whole society and not even it's not even just that it's like you're a fifth year student at the at this point like there is a strict very strict like set of code and rules to being in hogwarts like if you remember the harry potter movies like he couldn't even be out of bed after a certain amount of time right right <laughs> you're just running around hogwarts like at all times of night exactly exactly <laughs> you run around hogwarts at all times of night and then you're going into the forbidden forest which i get harry potter did a couple of times but you're like you're fighting grown people like grown up adults in the forbidden forest and just murking them trolls harry like legitimately harry potter and his friends had a trouble being one troll one troll and you can murk like three at the same time as a fifth year student <laughs> you know it's like it's the little things like that. And I get it. It's a video game. You kind of have to video gamify it anyways. For but sure. I think 
uh, that's what makes spider-man and the arkham game so great is because they stay true to the mythology and the lore of like mm -hmm. the games that they're presenting as a license versus hogwarts legacy feels like a good tour of hogwarts but like it is absolutely it, yeah but is it really like is it keeping true to like the mythology and the lore that is being presented here or is this just like a game that has a hogwarts skin on it and i think that's where like a lot of hog like hardcore like harry potter fans think think to themselves is like oh this is a fun game but this feels like fable if fable had a hot like a hogwarts skin on it wow and, wow I haven't you know, even heard people mentioned in a sentence in so long, man. I guess they, they just Xbox decided to just do away with that, man. They, they no, the the crazy thing is that. like there's a they announced a fable, like they announced. When a is new that fable. coming out? Or is they, it a remake? Is it a completely new situation? It's a completely new fable from the ground up, and the team from Playground Games, I believe, is doing it. The same team who's done their done a tremendous job on their um, Forza games, like the yes, Forza amazing. racing games. Amazing. Yeah. By the so way. that's I still, still love Forza. Yeah, so that's the team that's doing Fable now. Okay, that's interesting. I think that's to a good see what move. they turn out. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's interesting to hear your. So, would you have rated your Harry Potter? If let's say that you split the hours, the the first fifty percent of your hours, would you have rated it higher than the six? And is it the last fifty percent contribute to that six rating that you gave it? I think the first eight hours of that game are would have been like an eight out of ten, an okay. eight to nine out of ten, because I feel Got like. You that the like the prelude of that game to where like you're where you get all the way up until you hear the hogwarts music the harry potter music yeah, and man. you get that introduction it has that magic it has that it's awesome it was but, great yeah but like the more you play it the more the game doesn't necessarily make sense in the sense to where like why are you hiding this secret from the rest of these teachers other than like other than the fact that like the headmaster is quote unquote like an evil person but like mm -hmm. the rest of these teachers are low-key just trying to help you and by the way like at fifth year and at fifth year you're supposed to learn some advanced magic sure but like a lot of the spells that you're given into like using the game feel like they're like first year second year kind of like spells that harry potter knew in his first year and second year kind of things and then there's others that felt like they would have been a really cool addition to like this sort of like as a game like glacius is a spell to where you can like freeze and freeze someone or like freeze an area around you that seems like it's made for a video game you know for like sure. like the fact that we got like three fire spells that all do roughly the same thing yeah it, it feels <laughs> it's it, hard to even kind of try to map those right or try to yeah. decide which fire spell am i gonna map and they're all very similar all very similar so it feels like you know it's like it feels like it, this game was made by a couple of harry potter fans and then like the vast majority of it was made by like people who like loosely knew harry potter but like didn't necessarily think about like what what would make the best harry potter game possible it felt like hey this is our first major game like uh, we only have done beforehand that studios only done like cars like the cars ip games not like wow. actual like legit cars and i think they did like some stuff with skylanders back in the day so the this, massive jump to yeah triple a ip right here yeah and and to that and to that notion like congratulations you did something really well because like that's a huge jump i i give you all the kudos for that it's just like like you were saying though and like you asked i'll get back to the question at hand like that first 10 hours feels like a really good harry potter game or a really good experience 
and then you get more and more involved into it and you're thinking to yourself i'm like the goblin part feels like it didn't really make sense with the world like you also have like a, an ex or that you learn is which is a policeman in this universe like you have an ex-cop that works as the potions master why wasn't he the guy to basically give you like tutelage and stuff like that <laughs> like, he he's was... retired now bro it... he's, like, he's just uh, slinging potions exactly exactly <laughs> but i'm like he was the like it would have made complete sense for him to be the one to teach you like spells as you progress why is like why is the flying instructor teaching you how to like do like a blasting spell so to speak that ain't got nothing to do with flying like and stay in your lane flying teacher like that ain't got nothing to do <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with anything or like why is like um like why is the um the care for magical creatures like instructor why is she giving you like spells for you to learn outside of like caring for creatures like if you were able to summon creatures and she gave you an ability in that that wheelhouse kudos that makes complete sense but for all these teachers to give you like busy work and then they'll teach you a spell outside of that it just it feels weird it feels grindy is what uh, mm. it feels like like all everything about this game the more you play it feels like it's more of like a grind to make the game longer than it really had any yes. right to be and i hate that i used to call those artificial game lengtheners like i mm. used to hate stuff like that like running back revisiting certain areas exactly. making it hard for you to get from one area to the next you know and i'm like mm -hmm. Stuff like that I don't like. Just make your game action packed, and it's and that's why another reason why I love Bethesda games so much because they're long, but another none, none of it feels like it's cheating me. And I felt the same way about FromSoft games. Like they were hard, but they were fair. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was being cheated out of my time by playing those. And the, hearing you describe describe the grindy nature of the latter parts of the game, and and hearing my friend who described it almost the exact same way is kind of disheartening, man. In the sense of like, uh, <laughs> I, I guess it's not going to be game of the year, man. I mean, that doesn't sound great. Again, I kid you not. I think like I believe IGN gave this like a nine out of ten. It's like you know, I don't, I don't think that a nine out of ten is going to age well. I think more, wow. more and more people are going to like as more and more people play it, especially when they get their hands on like the last gen versions of these games. It's really going to feel grindy when you add a loading screen into oh, everything that goes. Can you on. imagine? Yeah, I'm like, we're playing, we're like blessed right now. We're playing on a like Xbox and a PS5, like the Series X, so, so to speak. Like, can you imagine how grindy that game is when you add in like a 20 to 30 second load screen? Not every time, man, right? Because there's a lot of them. It would be a yeah. lot of them. And Especially then, when it, you're going in and out of like doors. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nope, nope, not for me, man. I, I, I don't know when I'm going back now. I'm just excited to play Yakuza now, man. Yakis is good. I and I want to hear your thoughts about that. But before we do that, I like I I have an article right here. It says only 25% of people have beaten Hogwarts Legacy. Wow. Like since its initial launch in February 2023, according to Games Radar. That is crazy to me. Like it's interesting because it was such the hype coming into it. And you would think that even the, the fandom would carry it over that number, right? Yeah. Yikes. Now, it is they add like grindy parts to where like if you wanted to mainline the game you still have to do like a, it, you have to do like an eight mission checklist in order I don't, to I like, do not like games that do stuff like that like don't no. make bro like, like don't make me do that like when they used to do so you know what games some games do this like you're playing an action game but they mm -hmm. give you certain stealth elements in mm -hmm. between your action like okay <laughs> you, your action's over here it's like carry it on a stick mentality right here's your mm -hmm. action over here but you got to sneak through these guards first you can't shoot anybody you got to do that for <laughs> the first like 20 minutes 
before you could ever get back to with the whole reason you're playing this game. I don't like when games do stuff like that, man. What else you been playing on Game Pass lately? Um, besides the Persona games, um, I've been playing. I, I got kind of got sucker back in the city's skylines, man. Like it, it's you know what's crazy what? here, man. So here's my issue. My issue is I'll get on a game like City Skylines. Love it. And I'll say, you know what, man? I'm going to spend 10 minutes here. 10 or 15 minutes. Two hours, hours later. <laughs> hours later. I'm still out here building my city because I can't leave it now. I still have a few things I need to do. I got to buy another section of land here. I got to try to work on my uh, ore industry, mm -hmm. my oil industry, <laughs> and get that developed here. So it, it, I've been playing that. I've been playing randomly playing cities. And then the MLB. I really love uh, the MLB. And mm -hmm. these are just very strong games in my like I, I really like because MLB is is definitely not exclusive to Xbox, but it's exclusive to Game Pass, like being released day one free. Yeah. Like I don't know why PlayStation is still holding on to that. Like they could at least have said, you know what, let's uh, we hate that Microsoft did that, but let's at least make it uh free on our PlayStation Premium. Maybe they put it behind some kind of paywall there. Yeah. But PlayStation, PlayStation they still haven't even done yeah. that. They haven't no. done it. So I'm like, I I MLB now is, is Xbox exclusive for me. <laughs> I'm the exact same way. I am the exact same way. Like, I used to play that game primarily on PlayStation because it was exclusive to PlayStation. But then I'm like, right. I ain't got to pay $70 for that when it's on Game it. Pass. No. No, not at all. No. And, and and the crazy thing is, it's like, I I hate it for, like, I hate it for the narrative. But, like, that's killed their MSRP because now I'm like... Now I can't see MLB not being a Game Pass like price now nice. because yeah if if like next year they say this isn't coming day to date on Game Pass they're they're like hey like this will now be a thirty dollar experience that you have to pay for on both brands I'm I'm now spoiled with almost three years into Game Pass on MLB I'm I'm to that point to where I'm like nah bruh it's the it's twenty I'm gonna, I'll wait it out man exactly you come into one first. of these subscriptions eventually. <laughs> 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 exactly you and me are the same type of gamer because like i kid you not when they announced that city skylines remastered i was oh, on the i was all over it. it oh so all over it. yo there's a two there's another cities coming out and i don't know this if year release date is it this year this year oh, they announced my God, yes um, <laughs> i will be there for that i wonder if i'm gonna have to buy that man i'm, I'm interested to see because i did buy cities on the playstation back in the day with all the little packs and everything i've, I've purchased um i have history of purchasing cities so i might do it again man that is know. so good. It is really good. And imagine if that's day to day on day on Game Pass, man. Oh, that'd be oh, so amazing. My oh goodness. my god. I think they should. If if I'm if I'm Xbox, I I make a play for that. I'm, because let's just get aggressive at this point. You know, the thing is about Microsoft, and it's not a fair fight money-wise. Like Microsoft mm -mm. is so much bigger of a company than Sony. Um, because I think that if you're looking from a gamer's perspective these companies are even and sony maybe be slightly ahead in some people's eyes but if you look at from a company perspective it's not even remotely close no. microsoft is so much bigger than sony they can throw they can tax right off a of sony exactly. they, they, they can throw so much money at these companies um that i like to see the aggression man i really like where things are going exactly it is um it's almost like you know microsoft is mcdonald's and um and like sony is um that burger place from coming to america <laughs> <laughs> right and, and you think that hey man i really like that place and in your head maybe you think they're close but in reality they nah. are not close no nah, as far as like as a company now nah, they're not even close but like yeah city skylines right now is projected this fall and i i kid you not what they announced what a yeah. fall season here man uh, that's not a game of the year contender but that's gonna suck all my time up 
it's got quite a bit right quite a bit and then uh, of course you have the, the yearly games we have with the maddens of the world that are be coming out um i bought 2k very early last year i typically don't buy 2k until the next till the football season's over mm-hmm. but i bought it very early last year last year um i think black friday ish around that time so i'm probably going to be buying uh 2k madden of course uh, i don't know what more because you know madden we're not really going to hear anything until we get into at least summertime mm-hmm. and i don't spend a ton of time looking into what the new madden features are i was very happy with the field field pad was it field pass field sense i think field right? sense yeah field sense i was very happy with that uh last year i was very happy with that edition and i'm very happy too to just deep dive into mlb man i love okay. the little negro leagues edition they have on there so it with satchel page and people like that i'm very happy to to start i've start uh diving into it and i'll be playing that probably throughout the summer i'm right there um with you mlb especially the addition of the negro league has been like one of those things to where i've since time of recording it's only come out like a week now but like i've been diving into it it's it's like that michael jordan challenge that you see in yes. uh yeah yes man that you see in um um a 2k so to speak and i love that it just gives me a little incentives of like trying to master different elements of the game and also like trying give me give me a reason to play more so than just like try to beat this team in any given night it's like okay and this this time it's like you need to hit like one double double in this game and i'm like okay i can go for that that's more objective that, focus yeah that feels obtainable and I, I it's that little check marks that kind of keep me interested in this because like I do like the documentary style of learning about like yes. players that even I as a you know as a black man didn't necessarily know about like mm-hmm. I knew of the name but not necessarily the story behind the name you know yeah I was a massive uh New League fan growing up and I read a book on it very early I read it like back in high school so I was very big fan of people like Rube Foster and, and uh Satchel Paige but you would never really see them in games like that so it's interesting to be able to have it lead like out front it's out front in the game you don't have to like dig deep go into like the card kind of system and try to find a satchel page like he's mm-hmm. actually uh, um right there in front so i do uh, i'm a massive fan of that and i'm hoping that more games like that come out that's one of the things i really loved about gran turismo if you're into cars i used to tell people like the difference between gran turismo and forza like i like forza better it's more my type of game Same. but, I own, but I, own, I own both for sure but if you love cars, man, Gran Turismo is like a love letter to cars, man. Like if you really love cars, Gran Turismo is a game for you because of how much history histrionics like that it's in the game. There's so much history that they kind of put into that. Um, that I feel like that that would be a great game for people also. So I really hope that more sports games bite that documentary type style mm-hmm. where they're kind of giving you much more of that. And me being a sports fiend, you know, I'll eat that stuff up anyway. But it it adds an element of play to the game that I think is great. For sure. And, you know, like um, with NBA and like NBA 2K this year, they did the My Eras mode and yes, the My I Eras. Oh, I love, love it. it Absolutely love, love it. it. Yeah, I want to see that in Madden this year. I don't oh, care if why it's have they not done it. Sebastian, oh, like, what, 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 what is EA thinking here? Because when I'm even when they were doing the Jordan challenges back because the first mm-hmm. Jordan challenge is 2011. That's like 10 years, 12 years ago. Exactly. But it was first Jordan games. And I'm like, what are you doing sitting on your hands in the Madden situation of biting that style? Like, you know, 2K and these other places don't mind biting from you. So you yeah. need to be taking from them. You know, look at it. They started with this ultimate team mode and everybody. Mm-hmm. Now there's an ultimate team mode in golf. Like you could pretty much have an <laughs> ultimate team mode in any any sports game. They bit that to completely. So you should need to be taking from some of these other games. And when it's Madden, it always feels like, you know, what's crazy about Madden? 
you don't even have classic teams on there. Mm-hmm. You don't even have that. It's ridiculous. These are guys wearing helmets. You know, like if, if I'm looking at 2K and seeing that how they have to character model these guys mm-hmm. and they got to character model all these old players. Madden, you don't have as much of a heavy lift here in this no. capacity, in, in, in this way. Why have you not gone to classic teams in Madden? I don't I have zero clue what the thought pattern is for not going down that road. For sure not. And I it's one of those things to where like and I hate to say it like this, but you can always tell which modes they put emphasis on. It's because like they're always front and center and they're the ones who feel like they actually get upgrades. Like the ultimate team mode, you can always see that they're adding yeah, upgrades. Man, to for that. sure. It's a constant yeah. moneymaker though, you know, and I think like they can microtransaction those type of game modes to death. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's where they're focused on. They're focused on where where can we make the most microtransactions? What game play, what game modes lend themselves to that? Because you, you had some so many franchise players for years complaining about that. <laughs> the fact that franchise is just like over there to the side is a redheaded stepchild. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I mean, we we'll we'll do, add something to franchise. Maybe we'll do press conferences now. We'll throw that to them. And maybe y'all, you guys are like that. Meanwhile, we're focusing so much energy on Ultimate Team, which I do like because the Ultimate Team is a mode I play. Uh, by far, it's the only mode I really play on Madden is Ultimate Team. Maybe I'll wow. dabble in the franchise, but I'm more, way more of an Ultimate Team guy. And I'm the same way in 2K. I'm a My Team guy. Like, I don't really dabble in the franchise. The, my career has gotten so microtransaction focused mm-hmm. center that I, I have a hard time with that because my career has gotten to the point where when you first got get the game, you're out there with your overall 65 player and guys are already like <laughs> 95 running around out there. And you're like, this game mm-hmm. has been out for 24 hours. Like, what, <laughs> wait, how is this possible? Um, so it's stuff like that. It's a real big turnoff. So we're almost the opposite in the sense that I'm a franchise guy. Like mm-hmm. I will go in and I'm like, I can pick out a scrub team, the bottom of the barrel team, or I'll usually pick my Eagles and Madden, or maybe right now I probably won't pick the Eagles because they're, well, they used to be a powerhouse, but like, I usually try to pick like a scrub kind of team. And then I try to rebuild them up and try to see how many years through the draft and trades and stuff of that nature. For sure. For sure. Like I'll, that's, that to me is like, as far as like how interested I am, because like in real life, I always kind of like pretend to play GM in my head. For sure trying to analyze trades and such like that and i also do the same thing in like mob and and um 2k so like those are the modes like i spend time in i'm almost like that um what was the movie Moneyball, to where like mm-hmm. i'm always yeah. trying to think of different trying ways juggle the cap yeah exactly exactly <laughs> that that's the type of like chill and relax mode i get into in sports games and then i'll also like play and try to see how they kind of like the chemistry kind of works together then but mm-hmm. like for the most part, I tend to stay away from my, like ultimate team or and both the my career modes because both of those have like microtransactions and I'm not about that life. Yes, but, like, they are there, man. Oh yeah, yeah. But I want to ask you before we get up out of here. Like, mm-hmm. I want to ask you. Like, you've said you're going to be playing Yakuza Like a Dragon. Is yes. there a- any other like games on the horizon other than Starfield? That's like I'm. That's a day one for me. Uh, I'm gonna be there for Star Wars because I love I love Star okay. Wars. So I'm gonna be there for the. Uh, and I love the last iteration of that game. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to be there for that. Um, and that's really all I can see right now on Horizon. The course of Cities is, is this year. I'm going to play Cities, but that's more so like in the same vein as my sports games. That's mm-hmm. a game that's kind of constant play throughout the year. You know, I might spend a few minutes, might spend a few hours, like constant kind of play throughout the year for a game like that. But I would say the, the Spider-Man is intriguing yeah. to me, especially if it's guaranteed, because I know what I, I've been a gamer for so, so long that I'm jaded in the sense of games 
having certain release windows. Like I'll believe mm-hmm. it when I see it. I need <laughs> to see that thing actually touch down before I so I don't even remotely get excited. I'm only remotely excited for Starfield now because it's been pushed back so many times. So I'm like, they can't they can only push <laughs> back so much further, you know? Um, so it, it's I'm excited for that because I feel like it's actually coming. Spider-Man actually lands and gets here. Um, I am gonna be excited for that. And I think Star Wars. So Star Wars, the Like a Dragon just got added literally this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So, like a dragon, Star Wars, probably in that order. I feel so sorry for Wulong now. <laughs> man, it's getting pushed further and further back. That person that you keep yeah. saying you're gonna call, like, hey, man, I'm, we'll call, we'll hang out, nah, and then bro. somebody else calls, and we'll, you know, we'll hang out next week. We'll hang out next week. Next thing mm-hmm. you know, it's been a year, and that's yeah. what Wulong is feeling like. It's feeling like we'll hang out next week, and I don't know if next week's actually gonna be next week, man. It might be next year. Who knows? And Lord forbid it goes off Game Pass. Oh my goodness. It's- <laughs> no chance at that point. <laughs> Zero chance. Speaking of Game Pass, next week, um, Bethesda's got a title coming, um, Ghostwire Tokyo on Game Pass. Yes. It, it initially dropped for PlayStation a year mm-hmm. ago. Are you going to be playing that I, one out? I played it a bit when it dropped when okay. on, on PlayStation. It's okay. Um, That's how exactly how I feel. It's, it's just okay. okay. It's like meh. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. If I, if, if I had nothing else in life going on, which is very not rare. what's been happening <laughs> as of late uh maybe i'll play it but I, it's looking like no it's below wulong man I mean, I, I'm, I'm not checking for that i felt the same way i played another game that came on game pass recently called atomic heart i uh, played it as well yeah did you you mm-hmm. felt that same way that meh kind mm-hmm. of feeling yeah it's okay yeah it's not like those games are like, when you play those games they're not bad games no um but it's hard. It's it's just hard right now. There's so much vying for your attention. It's difficult to pick those up and like not play other better games that are available. So Reg, before we go though, where can the good people find you? Uh, find me uh, on wedgenatl.com, justastats.com. Um, we're probably gonna start here on YouTube with just the stats here at some point, venturing foray into the video world here. So we'll I'll probably come back on at some point and give people more details on that. But yeah, you sure. can definitely find me there for now and on wherever you find your podcast at Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. All right, Ridge, before you go, like I got one last invitation for you. Play Yakuza Like a Dragon, give that mm-hmm. a good shot. And then okay. come back on the show and tell people how great that is or why you didn't feel it. Like, oh, how's that sound? I will do it, my friend. I, <laughs> I still got some persona time here, so we'll probably mm-hmm. put that out a few weeks. Um, and then I will be there. I'll be back whenever uh, whenever you need me. And I always love coming on and talking some, some gaming, bro. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you, Reg. So that's a wrap for today's episode. I'm going to give a special shout out and thank you to Reggie Johnson from the Reg in the ATL podcast. I also want to let you know about the single player experience discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!